2: This is Reception Perception, the show now. James Cole and Matt Harmon.
0: It kind of is a good segue into what we were teasing at the beginning of the show, Matt, which is that quarterbacks are now live on the site. Please go check that out, receptionperception.com. But Patrick Mahomes' profile, uh, you've been harping on this. Uh, You attack this a lot. And, And I know the colors and stuff like that on the charts are very, very popular. Uh, And we've got, by the way, we've got, uh, you know, graphs and all that kind of stuff, all the kinds of graphics uh, for our quarterbacks as well. Uh, But for Patrick Mahomes, there's, it's interesting because there's, you would think for a player of his caliber that the route tree, you know, the passing route tree that he's got should be like all green. And it's just not the case, right? Um, But Derek goes out of his way to say that Patrick Mahomes is, yes, he is the best player in the NFL.
2: Yeah, um, take I, just from Derek's profile, uh, which I love. Take your eyes off the charts, forget about the numbers for a second. Patrick Mahomes is still the best quarterback in football, and it's not that close. Um, that's first two lines from his uh, profile, which is great, and everybody should read it. And, like, yeah, look, D- Derek is at the beginning stages of putting this project together, right? Um, he's been charting quarterbacks forever, but not at the scale that we uh, have him going to be doing on the site this year. Um, I've been there buddy you know um, (laughs) uh, it's it's when you're building that database like comparing against you know who who you've got going it it could be sort of like take this on a case by case basis and really look at the individual player whereas yeah with with me like there's 400 something players in the historical database now at this point there you know there's tens of tens of tens of thousands of routes like 70 thousands routes or something been logged so it's a little Mm different Um, yeah, so don't and and generally even with me. I mean, I was talking about this one with somebody on Twitter today or X, whatever it is. Don't don't just look at the colors and, and identify off the colors. Like, please, please, because right. then you're gonna think some nonsense about receivers too. So, yeah, I, I mean, obviously, numbers the colors are great, but come on, like, really read the words uh, for, <laughs> for, for for me and for Derek especially. And yeah. you know, I I love um I loved reading the Mahomes profile, and I loved the one thing that my favorite part about it was. Looking, we always talk about James, the intermediate, you know, to to deeper Mm -hmm. intermediate period of the field is where money is made in the NFL. And that's something that Derek uh, highlighted on Mahomes' profile that he was like incredibly like a stud on the quote big boy throws. You know, Mahomes was excellent in throwing in the 11 to 20 yard area outside the numbers. Those are, he says, those are throws that require superb timing, accuracy, and arm talent to pull off consistently. And you see Mahomes do that with what did we just talk about? Not even doing it that often with these like star outside receivers. They don't have right. any star outside receivers. That's one thing that spinning it forward from you know, you know multiple years down the line. This is like, what is this? Is this two and a half like or, or version 3.0 of the Chiefs' offense with Patrick Mahomes? Like, I guarantee you, someday they'll they will have some stud receiver that lines up outside. That like his sixty six point seven percent success rate and sixty or seventy six point nine percent success rate on the left and right outside throws, uh, eleven to twenty yards down the field is going to be like totally uh, you know captured by one and somebody down the line. So that's always important to remember with Mahomes. Like yeah, receiver core looks like this right now. It's not going to look like this forever. We saw the same thing with Tom Brady. So I mean yeah, there's a lot to dig into with his profile. But that was one thing that that stands out to me is that like that's why we're all craving some number one receiver on the Chiefs because this guy is good at those throws.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And I think what the profile uh, illuminates for me is that, okay, still obviously unbelievable uh, at throwing deep balls. Uh, You know, again, 54.5% success rate on the nine. That's really good. Post route, (laughs) 92.3% success rate throwing the post. Wait, what? That is wild. I'm sure Travis Kelsey had a lot to do with that um, as well. OK, but if there's an area of concern when I look at the chart again, just eyeballing the chart here uh, was a little bit below what you know is considered league average on the curl route and the slant route. That surprised me a little bit, especially the slant. Listen, th- he had Juju for a big chunk of that season, um, and I thought Juju was a pretty good player last year uh, to be slightly below average in the curl and slant. Uh, is interesting. And as a matter of fact, uh, this is what Derek wrote in his profile curl routes specifically gave Mahomes trouble. Uh, and, he, and he points to some of the timing that is required on a curl route, which is absolutely true. Uh, I've said this before curl routes are a very dangerous throw uh, in the NFL because it does require timing. And if your timing is off, that is a ball that absolutely can get taken back for a pick six. So one of the most dangerous throws you could throw is the curl route. Uh, But given the makeup of this team, Matt, I did think that was a little interesting um, that again, you're taking a a look at some of these players. We just got done talking about sky Moore, thinking his best role for the chief's offense is flanker slot. They add Richie James. Uh, Look, this is a team that needs to generate some stuff inside uh, for some of their wide receivers being slightly below average on the comeback curl and slant I don't know. It, it gives me a little bit of pause.
2: Yeah. The slant one was definitely interesting um, too, from like a, from a success rate standpoint, uh, they don't run a lot of slants or flats, or at least uh, from the route percentage, uh, you know, when where are Mahomes was throwing them, those were his two below the NFL average uh, for, for his targets there that, that Derek charted. I think that's interesting. Um, I think, what we do know about Mahomes is the incredible dig route, uh, the dig route success rate is pretty good. 66.7% that post route Mm -hmm. percentage. Like these guys are going to have to be because, because Derek talks about it. Like Mahomes is a great player. Um, Sometimes his timing and placement can be a little off. As Derek says numerous times during the profile, like all the juice is worth the squeeze here with Mahomes because of how he plays and, 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 and what he does. But I think for a lot of these guys, they're going to have to be really good on those dig routes are going to be have to be really good on, on in that in that area of the field, the 11 to 20 yards. And, you know, one thing I will definitely say is, you know, you look at Sky Moore's uh, success rate by route chart uh, as a rookie, 87.5 percent success rate uh, on the dig route. That's going that's going to be a nice overlap with Mahomes. But I agree, like some of those slants and flats that i think they definitely need somebody super reliable to be in that role and and someone that can work to you know work with mahomes when he's getting the ball off from an an ill timing perspective because while it's all worth it it is still like a an asterisk to and just something to keep an eye on there with mahomes right. and, and how he fits with these receivers
0: all right, listen, we're going to try to get Derek on on Wednesday, if we could break him away from some of his quarterback charting, because he is like knee deep in this stuff right now. Um, <laughs> but uh, and I know he's, you know, he's working really, really hard to get as many profiles up as possible. Our goal uh, for, for season number one of, of quarterback charting uh, is to get, you know, north of 20 profiles, probably around 25 uh, profiles. So the top 25, you know, quarterbacks, in the NFL. That's what we're aiming for. Okay. So we got on this project a little bit later than we would have liked. Obviously when you're introducing something brand, brand, brand new, uh, there is some, you know, there's some learning curves there. And and, and even from a management standpoint, you know, just trying to figure out what we actually wanted uh, out of Derek too took a little bit of time. Anyways, uh, look for that on the site. We'll try to bring him on Wednesday uh, and we'll really dig in. Uh, to some of these numbers. And, and maybe we'll ask him about, about Patrick Mahomes again, but uh, we've got player profiles up right now. Uh, and in regards to some of the quarterbacks, we've got uh, the elite guys up. We've got Mahomes, Josh Allen, Joe Burrow, Justin Herbert, and Lamar Jackson. I know he's got a Dak Prescott one done there as well. Um, oh baby. We'll ask him. Yeah. And I'm sure Cowboy Nation will be uh, very interested to see what some of those results uh, bring back all right but uh, we continue on with some uh, news and notes here OBj says 2023 he's viewing it as like a, a retirement season this is his last season according to OBj and now we know OBj is yeah uh, you know he's, he's a guy that sometimes goes off the cuff. Uh, I don't know how serious he is about uh, 2023 being his last but just from what you kind of have you know seen uh, Matt uh, and obviously didn't play last year. What do you think this man has left in the tank?
2: Yeah, I think a lot of when I read that quote, it was like he's kind of going to give it his all as if it's his last year. Right. And then if something happens after that, we'll see, which means that if he plays really well this year, he's not it's not going to be his last year. Right? Exactly. Uh, exactly. <laughs> um, so exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It's not like this is a retirement tour, but yeah, he's on a one year deal. That's some incentives right. uh, within it. So certainly, you know, we're in it. We're in kind of that phase with Odell Beckham. But you know, it's it's always funny because it kind of kills me when people say, "Look, he's never going to be the player he was with the Giants." Well, yeah, you know, no kidding. Of course, he's not going to be that player that he was with the Giants. Right. Like that's that guy's never coming back. That was, you know, how many years ago was that? And 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 you know, it was like eight years and you know, eighteen injuries ago, right? right. Of course, he's not going to be that Jesus. guy. Right. And, and also, by the way, too. You know, when you look at Odell Beckham's, like, data in the historical database, uh, reception perception, like, I mean, those 2014 to 2018, just unbelievable, unbelievable seasons for reception perception with Odell Beckham there. So, yeah, he's never going to be that guy. Right. Duh. But the last few times we've seen him, he was really good in 2021 and 2020 uh, for, the, for the Rams and the Browns. I think that's the thing that goes overlooked here is that his season with the Browns in 2020, 76.5% success rate versus man, 80% success rate versus zone, 80.4% success rate versus press. Those are really good numbers. He has an ACL tear after that, and then his next season in 2021 is a mix of games with the LA Rams, but also with the Cleveland Browns is in that sample, Mm -hmm. 72.3% success rate versus man, 81.5% against zone, and 76.4% against press. Obviously, the numbers are down against man and press. That's to be expected when you're coming back from an injury. You're still dealing with injuries. Um, he's really only had one bad season in reception perception. That was 2019 when he was definitely playing with the hernia injury, where that was like pretty widely reported. So, I mean, this and again, we don't know what we're going to get out of him this year because it's been so long since we've seen him. We didn't see him play all last year. He had an ACL tear in the Super Bowl. So who knows what he's going to be like? But I maintained that the last time we saw him, he was not just a very good player, but a very important player, especially for right. the LA Rams because of right. the role he was playing as that backside X receiver. How that opens things up for the offense, how that brings in high degree of difficulty throws with confidence because of what who who he is as a route runner. I, I think he can. The last time we saw him, he was still like a number one type of receiver. And I think if healthy, he could be, you know, it's just, it's hard to say what he's going to be this year with the Ravens, but the last time we saw him, he was a very good player.
0: Yeah. I mean, even in 2021, when you're talking about his, his success rate versus zone, 81.5% success rate versus zone in 2021, it's better than what DJ Moore put to, put on tape in 2020, right? So mm-hmm. um, if everyone's still gassed up about DJ Moore, I, I think Odell still got some tread on the tires. Um, it's just that he's been away from the game for so long now. You know, we're talking about a year and a half. He's also entering his age 31 season. He'll, he'll turn 31.
3: Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing. However you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launcher Online Shop stage Podcast, all lowercase. Go to Shopify.com slash Odyssey Podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash Odyssey Podcast.
0: Uh, you know, maybe about halfway through the season. I think his birthday is in November, if I think I saw that right. Right. So he's 30 years old, coming off of a, a pretty major injury, hasn't played football for over a year. Uh That certainly gives me a little bit of pause. And he's, And I think what's really interesting, Matt, is that he's playing with a quarterback that's got some accuracy issues um, and playing in an offense that we have no idea what it's going to look like with Lamar at the helm. We've got no clue what this offense is going to look like. And I don't I have no idea what OBJ's role is going to be in this offense as well. They've got Rashad Bateman. Um, but I think OBJ at this point in his career, I don't know. You tell me, where do you think he lines up? Is he going to be a slot flinker, dude? Is he going to be one of these guys that plays all three positions? I don't know if that's the best role for him. Maybe it will be. Um, that's kind of what it was for the Rams. They moved him all over the place. Uh, but maybe that's not what they do in both. I don't know, man. I don't know. Uh, there's so many question marks, so many moving parts with what OBJ is going through here.
2: That is what's really, I'm. I'm kind of super. Oh, look, no shock. I'm I'm cons- I'm really interested and in, in curious about how these guys line up, right? Because that's what I'm always mm-hmm. interested in with receivers, because um, I'm a nerd. Uh, but like, <laughs> right? Because I, I think Bateman could play X. And I think Bateman could play flanker, and I think he could play slot. And I think last time we saw Beckham, though, he was the X receiver for the LA Rams and for the and for the Cleveland Browns too. Um, yep. This is the guy who was playing that extra receiver position, winning consistently. And, and like I said, what that opened up in the offense for Matthew Stafford was like they don't go to the Super Bowl without Odo Beckham that year. They don't. Uh, they, and, and you right. know, he was on his way to like a Super Bowl MVP type of performance because he can still be that side, that type of player. Uh the game sampled from 2021, Beckham was lined up outside on 82.9% of his sampled snaps. He was on the line of scrimmage for 79.9%. I I feel like if Beckham is healthy and is right he's probably the x i think bateman is probably the flanker and zay flowers is probably the slot but i think that those guys can because that was one thing i really liked about zay flowers you got a ton of exposure with him playing multiple different positions in college like Mm -hmm. you've got even though he is built like a smaller slot receiver right you got reps of him playing x and winning against press coverage and in contested situations you got reps of him playing as a pre-snap motion flanker receiver. But you get the same things out of Bateman at the NFL level too. Um, And, you know, the Ravens, of course, like can't have a normal week, right? Like they have – JK Dobbins is on the PUP list. Rashad Bateman like didn't report to camp and then he reported two days later. And Eric DeCosta yeah. didn't seem concerned about right. it. Uh so right. Right. I don't know, man. I I'm I said the moment that they drafted Zay Flowers, I'm so ready to get my heart broken by this receiver core because on paper <laughs> these guys look so good. Yeah. But right, 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 you know, right. Bateman is a health risk. Um Odell's a, health is risk. a health risk. And Flowers right. is a rookie. So um you could tell me that any of these guys lead the team in, in receiving yards, and I I'd, I'd be willing to believe it.
0: I mean, it's a it's the best from a skill position standpoint. I don't think there's any argument that this top to bottom is one of the most talented Ravens offensive uh, teams that I think we've ever seen. Okay, we've got Mark Andrews at tight end. I like I like their running backs too. I think John Harbaugh obviously has done a great job uh, of getting a lot out of his running backs for guys that we don't even see coming. Gus Edwards, who's Gus Edwards? You know what I mean? So, uh, but no, I, I think I think their collection of running backs is going to be great. J.K. Dobbs is obviously. Uh, Got to be happy and healthy, and if he is, then then he's an explosive athlete. Again, we talk about Mark. I mean, we're talking about the wide receivers, but I, I mean, let's be real. Over the last few years, it's really been the Mark Andrews show. It's a it, you know, it, it basically replicating what we see in Kansas City, where the best pass catcher is is a tight end, um, and then Lamar is, is an MVP and, and obviously one of the most explosive players in the NFL. So, yeah, man, this offense, if they're right. Can be really good and can be, can truly be one of the best offenses uh in Ravens history, if not the best. The the best offense in Ravens history, that's what this team has from a talent perspective, at least on paper. And to your point, Matt, I think we're all ready. <laughs> We've just been so you know what the other thing too is, Matt? They they changed out their strength and conditioning coaches, right? Um yeah. they hated them. You remember that report card that came out from the yep, Players Association? They hated their strength and conditioning guys, right? They cleared that out, got a new strength and conditioning team in there. So let's see if the Baltimore Ravens can stay a little healthier here in 2023. 20, uh, hey, one right. thing that's uh,
2: interesting from from Klassen's data, yeah. you know, which is great. We can just refer to this now. Um, there you go. Great success rate versus man uh, for quarterback charting, 682 nine percent I think is the highest among the guys he has there right now, which I think would surprise people considering the other players that are on the site. Really right. good tight window, uh, 51.9% success rate on tight window throws. So, you know, that matches up with these three guys. These guys are, are, you know, Odell Beckham, Zay Flowers, Rashad Bateman. These are man coverage beaters that, I mean, think about the receiving core that, you know, Lamar was playing with after Bateman got hurt last year. You think Demarcus Robinson beating man coverage? No. You think Devin Duvernay beat man coverage? No. You think the version of Sammy Watkins that has run through that building the last few years has has uh, has has been man coverage? No. So you know who's been doing a lot of the heavy lifting there is uh, Lamar Jackson. So I think now that we've got three guys who can beat man coverage, you know, obviously health, uh, withstanding here, I think we really are cooking with something. And the tight window throws success rate too. I think you know. Lamar's got pretty good placement on those tight window throws and, and Derek mm-hmm. does backed it up with his data. I am really you really curious to see how like, there's a scenario where Odo Beckham catches 10 touchdowns this year because he's so oh, involved yeah. in the red zone. Like, think about Absolutely. what he was doing. Even even when he wasn't fully, fully integrated in the Rams offense, which they were doing that stuff so on the fly because they picked him up midseason. They were like, oh, he might be a bit player. Oh, wait, Robert Woods tore his ACL. You have to basically be a starter. Even when he wasn't fully integrated within the offense from, like, that ex receiver standpoint and, like, winning on a route-by-route basis, he was really good in the red zone. in contested situations. And I think that could be – you know really a good fit with uh lamar jackson those tight window throws so that coming out of derek's data is really interesting when you're pairing it with man coverage beating receivers here in zay flowers Rashad bateman and uh odell beckham but that tight window throw percentage i think is really interesting for odell and those other two guys because they're good in those situations as well but certainly last time we saw beckham and his his ability to just be a red zone monster for the Rams could be interesting this year with the Ravens when we get down to the goal line where they already have Mark Andrews, where they already have a really good running game. And, like, oh, I don't want to throw a tight window percent, th- tight window, low percentage throw. I'm Lamar Jackson. I'll just scramble it in myself. Very dangerous right. offense.
0: Uh, very dangerous. Um, by the way, some of the numbers that Matt is referencing here uh, can be found through the player data tab on the the website as well. <laughs> I, I always say, man, like I love the player data tab. People don't go to this area of the website enough, um, but that's where a lot of the gold can really be found, uh, both from an NFL perspective. We've got college data up there as well, and then now we've got quarterback data, Uh, in terms of the sortable uh, data tables that we have up on the site. Please go check it out. I'm telling you, it's very, very interesting. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage.